Hey friend, we're Lisa Lord and Sarah Jacobson, and this is the Christian Business Breakdown, a podcast for faith-led coaches, course creators, and creatives to start, build, and scale their business, all without second-guessing their every move. We're former teachers turned business owners who finally broke down and ditched trying to run our businesses the way everyone said we should. If you're ready to become the expert in your business without trying to do all the things, then you're in the right place. Join us each week as we equip you with the tools and skills you need to be an empowered CEO, discerning the best strategies to maximize impact and income for your unique business, and even have a little fun along the way. We love practical business strategies, Jesus, and keeping it real. It's time to break it down. We are in week number two of our four-part series, Would You Like Fries With That? And if you missed episode seven, we invite you to go back and check out that first episode. But this week, we are talking all about opening the sales door without being pushy because we're in this series that's dedicated to sales and serving our clients well so that ultimately we can build a business that we love. We don't want to feel icky about doing sales. And so when we go to a restaurant and we order a sandwich, what do they typically ask us? Do you want fries with that? It's a simple question that gets us as the consumer to purchase more food, but it's also opening the door to the opportunity to purchase something that would help us just enjoy our meal even more. And so we're encouraging you to think about how you can add in that idea of would you like fries with that into your business as you generate sales. Yeah, it's such an important question to ask. And it's one of those things that like, really, we can learn sales techniques from fast food restaurants, but there's a reason why it's a billion trillion dollar industry is because they're doing things right. So we ought to be taking a look at, at people who are doing things right and that they have gone before us. I want to start out today's episode by talking about why does selling feel icky to us? We get to this point in our sales process. We've got a great product. We've got a course we want to sell. We've got a service-based product that we want to sell. And then all of a sudden, when we want to make the sale with our client, our mouth goes dry and we just go quiet because we don't know what to say, we don't know how to do it, and it, it just doesn't feel right. And so I want to give you a couple of reasons why selling might feel icky to you. And these, some of these are a little bit hard to hear, but I want you to have an open mind, have those palms up, and say, what is it about the selling process that makes me feel icky? The first one is you don't actually believe in your product. And so trying to sell it actually feels kind of icky. Oh, this is something that is like, oh, this is hard. This is hard to hear. If you don't believe in your product, then yeah, that's really hard to sell something that you don't believe in. That's something you need to evaluate for sure. Is is this is this a product that isn't working that I don't believe in or that isn't a good value? So it's, it's in a really important question. It's a hard question, but it's a really important one. And it might be that you're just starting out and you feel that imposter syndrome. And so you don't believe in your product, even though it is really good because you don't really believe in yourself. And so that's definitely something that you want to take a look at. The second one is, is that you just want to make money. And so it's really all about you instead of your client. And sales are always going to feel icky at that point. Yeah. If you're not serving people and to help people, then yeah, that makes it really difficult. If you're just serving yourself, yeah, it's hard to be like, yeah, buy this because I'm amazing. 
I mean, no one, right. we don't think right. that way. No. Most people don't think that no. way. Go back and listen to episode seven. Think about how you can serve your client better. And while we do want to make money in our business, that can't be our number one. The next reason why selling might feel icky to you is that your product, whatever you're selling, doesn't actually help them achieve the transformation that you're promising. So for example, for Lisa, it's an easy, just something to picture because she takes pictures is if she's promising amazing senior photos and this amazing experience, which she 100% gives to her clients. <laughs> but <laughs> I know that she does. But let's say that you are selling that senior package and you you can't actually deliver it then selling it is going to feel icky because you know you're not giving them that transformation that you are promising them. And for me in my business, if I didn't feel good about my course that I promise you in 90 days you can get your business up and running, then it's going to make it hard to sell. So we want to make sure that the transformation that we're actually selling, the product, is what you can deliver. This is hard when you're just starting out and you're putting out a brand new course or package, or maybe you are a brand new service provider. And so you need to start at a lower price, but you still are offering something of value. You still are delivering something to your client or your customer, but it maybe needs to come at a lower price. But it's also like, maybe you need to sell that program a few times and get some testimonials for people. And then all of a sudden you're like, ooh, this is working. So don't discount it when you're at the beginning. Don't be discouraged when you're at the beginning of your journey or you're trying something new that you're not able to do those sales. Sometimes it is just about you have to have a little bit of confidence in what you're doing. And I will plug this. I know I plugged it on the last podcast. I'll plug it every week. I know Lisa will too. This is a great reason why to hop on an empowerment call with us because you are having those doubts. You're questioning what you're selling. Is my product good enough? Am I doing it the right way? And we would love to help you with that. And you can hop on an empowerment call. There is a link in the show notes where you can sign up for that. We love to help you dig into your business, to help you see where you can really open the door for sales and create more money for yourself in your business, but also serve your clients really well. I just want to plug that because we love doing those calls with you because we know it can make such a big difference in your business. There's one more reason why I would say that selling feels icky in your business is because you don't have the back end of your business set up well enough to actually complete the sale. You have maybe a sales page, maybe you have some content on social media, but then once somebody wants to click to buy, you don't have the whole process set up. And Lisa, I know you mentioned this last week, you use HoneyBook. I use a program called Kartra that automates all of that so that the customer has this really great experience from the minute they say, oh, I want to get pictures with Sarah or, or with Lisa, or I want to sign up for this course with Sarah from start to finish all of that is automated. It creates an amazing sales experience for the client. And if you don't have all of that set up, then when you're on a call or when you're wanting to book someone with you, selling is going to feel icky because all you're thinking about in your mind is all the steps you have to take after you complete the sale. Yeah. And it causes you to hesitate and pause. And I, and I struggled with this last year, Sarah. This is something you really helped me with is that I decided to take uh, to, to open up a new branch of my business and to um, sell some photography training and courses and, and things like that. And, and I've been wanting to do that for years as teacher. I love teaching people and I wanted to teach about photography and it was so overwhelming to me of all that backend stuff that is so difficult. That's something you might need to, to get a coach. You need to get a course or whatever, but if you don't have those things set up on the backend, 
they're not that hard once you figure it out, as I have found, but it was super overwhelming for me. And and you're right, I didn't I didn't ever put my program out there because I didn't know how to do it. Right. I like to use a little whiteboard. I'm a teacher too. So I, I use this whiteboard and whiteboard markers to actually map it all out visually of what that backend experience needs to look like and then get the help that I need. You've helped me with some of that too, of how do I set this up so that it runs smoothly. So then when I want to sell, it's so easy to sell because I know all of that is going to just run smoothly. And you and I both know that when we personally, as the business owner, have a conflict of emotions and we're, we're thinking about something else and all this work I have to do just to get the sale, it's going to come through in our sales and we actually hold ourselves back. So today we're going to talk about what we want to do instead so that we really can be opening that sales door without being pushy, without having conflicting emotions, without coming across of we don't know what we're doing. We want to be really confident. People buy from confident people. And so we want to have that come across in our selling. So the first thing that you want to do in your business to open the door, the sales door without being pushy is something that we hear all the time. It's kind of cliche. I get a little tired of it, but I I do want to talk about it because it's really knowing your why. Why am I doing this? Why am I selling this? Why am I charging what I'm charging? Your why can't be, I just want to make money. And we talked a little bit about that before. It has to be deeper than that. And, And also I would argue that it can't just be I just want to help people. Yes. Those are both good, good whys. But what is it that you actually want to be doing? How do you want to help people? And the question that I love to ask is, what do you have a burden for? What keeps you up at night that you want to be doing? I've struggled with this a little bit because part of it for me is I did want to make money. And I it, we wouldn't be business owners if we didn't make money. And right, so there is right. sometimes this guilt feeling of like, I want to make money. And that is, you wouldn't be in business if you didn't want to make money. And I want to help people. Yes. But you also can't just help people for free. Right. Those are two things. And I, I'm glad you brought those, those two things up. And that's kind of goes back to episode number three, where we're talking about your sweet spot figuring out what your sweet spot is and how to operate within that sweet spot. And then you can go from there of like, so if if you have questions about trying to figure out your why, listening to that sweet spot episode is going to help you, is going to help you a little bit. But yeah, dig into this a little bit deeper, Sarah. So I teach a class at my church called Unique, and it's really a life design class. And out of that class that I teach, you come up with two words for your life call. And my two words are igniting action. It's just who I am. I can't help but do that pretty much anywhere I am. You know, like if I'm somewhere and it's it's disorganized, I'm going to ignite action to get that organized. I can't help but do that. And I describe that in my 12-word purpose, which is to spur others towards personal growth opportunities to put their faith in action. That is my why. I want to help people live a better life by them living the way that God has called them to live. That's my why. And that helps drive my sales because I know that if they take my course, they are going to be able to experience that personal growth and living out their faith in action through their business. And I can help you do that without the obstacles and the struggle that I had to go through to get there. So to me, it's not about selling. It's about an invitation into a better way of living. It just happens that the format that I do that in is a course to help you start a business. I could live out that life call in lots of different ways, but this is what God has called me to do. And that drives me when I think 
oh, I can't make sales. Maybe I'm not giving the transformation I promised. You know, maybe my backend stuff isn't all set up very well. I get up in the morning with a passion to help people live a better life by building a business of their own. And that's what drives me. And ultimately, I want to make money because I got to pay the bills. I got to, you know, my kids want to play soccer. I got to have to put food on the table. But what drives me is that invitation to others to walk out their faith in action by building a business. Yeah. And that just gives you so much confidence. It helps you be really clear on what steps you need to take next. So having that clear like mission statement, motto, you know, whatever you want to call it, having that really specific calling or whatever is a really great way to make sure that you're on course. And by being on course, you know what you're selling and therefore you have more confidence and it just kind of snowballs from there. It does. And it, it comes out in my marketing. It comes out in my sales page. It comes out in conversation. I get excited about it. I'm confident in that. Maybe I don't know every little in and out about starting a business, but I do know what God has called me to do and how I can help impact that in your life. I will encourage you that with this one, this took me about a year to figure out. So it's not like I can just block out a time for two hours on Thursday and I'm going to check it off my list. It's a process. It's a journey. Um, But I would just really encourage you to take some time, especially now it's still the beginning of the year. It's not too late to dig into your why, take time to to sit with it, write it on a sticky note, stick stick it right in front and center on your computer. And if it's not like motivating you and getting you excited and like energized, like I can just feel it in my body when I talk about it, that I'm excited about it, then that's probably not it. And you probably need to keep digging into it. Or maybe you're it's changed. And we talked again about that a little bit with the Sweet Spot episode. It just sometimes your your purpose, your why is going to change over time. And that's okay. And you just need to reevaluate and look through and it's like, maybe you're not doing sales because you're like something's changed within you or your circumstances or your family. And you need to you need to dig into that a little bit. And we have a saying around here that we use a lot and we've talked about it too, is um, that palms up, opening our hands, holding it loosely and allowing God to fill up our hands with what he wants to fill them up with and being able to receive that. The next step that you can take after knowing your why to help open these sales doors is to build a connection and to make a relationship. I think it used to be years ago that people would just purchase something that they wanted because they would purchase it, but it really has changed over the last few years into building a connection and building a relationship. They want to buy from someone that they know and they like and they really trust. This is something I've talked to with my clients too. So I do seniors and branding photography. And one of the branding photography principles is that people buy from people. And if there is not people on your website, they don't want to buy from you. So you need to have your photo or people on your website because people like to think that they're buying from somebody that they know. It's not just a computer. It's not just a faceless whatever. And that's why personal branding and like companies that are really showing their personality and who they are because they're building that know, like, and trust factor. And so that is a huge thing for me of like, you have to build that connection. Gone are the days of like the infomercials, right? <laughs> like you just show up and you're yeah. like, sham, wow, you know, I'll buy that. It's it's finding somebody that you trust and that you like and let, you know, QVC now is having all these celebrities who have all their clothing lines and stuff. But it's like, well, I know that celebrity. I've seen that celebrity. I want to buy from that ce- celebrity. And that's why influencers are such a thing right now too. And that you want to feel like, oh, I want to buy Kim Kardashian's makeup or whatever. 
I don't, I don't really follow the Kardashians, but no. um, <laughs> maybe that's a bad example. But yes. just, we all know the name. We all know the Kardashian right. name, right. and therefore we right. feel more comfortable if they endorse something, right? Because I've heard that right. name before. I know that person. Right. So we want to help our clients believe, and we're not just fabricating this, this is real, but we want them to believe that we can actually help them and get that transformation they're looking for, that product they're looking for, and that we really have their best interest in mind. Too many people in the world right now don't have the client's best interest in mind, and we can set ourselves apart in our business and open that sales door because we really do. I'm not going to be perfect, but I truly want you you to have an abundant, amazing life. How can I help you make that happen? That's why I'm here on this earth. And so when we can do that and show that in our marketing and show that through our sales process, it's going to open that door to creating more sales for people. So the question for you is, where can you add more personal touches in your sales process from start to finish so that they can get to know you, know what you're about, understand what your business is about, and what kind of final product you can give them in the end? How can you infuse more of your personality and who you are and what you do and how you serve into your sales process? Maybe that is you need to spend more time on Instagram. Maybe it's that you're personally emailing people. Maybe it's LinkedIn and you're posting articles that are helpful. You know, whatever that might look like. Maybe you're a baker and you go to, you give out a giveaway cupcakes or a free birthday cake when your kid turns one or whatever that's going to look like for you. How can you add a more personal process to help? people see who you are and what you do. It might be as simple as adding in some more photos to your welcome email sequence so that they know what you look like and and what you like. And, you know, I love a good hamburger. If I'm going out for a meal, I want to get a hamburger. People like to know that kind of stuff. You love Dr. Pepper. You had your seniors bring you Dr. Pepper on a photo shoot because you had talked about that. They know you. They like you. They want to be with you and spend time with you in that way. Letting them know that on your Facebook on Instagram, in your email sequence, helps them build a connection with you and build that relationship and helps them want to return as a customer time and time again. You just need to invite them into what you're doing, how you're doing it, paint a picture for them. And and that's not, that is sales. Like, but sometimes we don't think of that as a sales process. We just think of the used car, sleazy used car salesman who's waving their hands at you. That's like, Hey, I got a great deal for you today. You know, and that's, that's not what it's about. So it's kind of reframing the way we think about sales too. It is an invitation. It's not a demand. We're not manipulating people. We're not talking so fast that they can't understand what we're saying. It's that invitation. And and that painting of the picture, if you need some, some examples, the painting of the picture is really helping them see where they are right now, where they want to be in this process, and how you can help fill in the gap. And when you're just painting that picture, it doesn't feel like sales anymore. It just opens the opportunity for, hey, let's fill in the gap from where you are right now to where you want to be and invite them in. And then really, it's it's up to them to like RSVP to the party. And I was reminded that this truly is what Jesus did too, not to get like overly biblical in this. When you read the gospels and and look at how Jesus interacted with other people, and like he had the best sales pitch ever. He, ha- he has the best gift ever to give to people and it's free. What he did was he opened the door. He gave them the information that he needed, they needed. He oftentimes gave them something to fill that need, whether it was a healing, whether it was food, whether it was a blessing. And then he left the door open. He didn't 
drag he does he still doesn't drag people through it's an invitation he knew what he had to offer was good but he was never going to force a response the encounters that you see in the bible demand a response you have to decide one way or the other because when you encounter jesus that's just the way he is you're either going to be with him or not with him but it was never forced and i think we can learn a lot about the sales sequence from looking at how jesus interacted with people served them gave them an opportunity, and then left it up to them. I love that. We have such a great teacher who just gives us such great examples in the real world. I want to give you two quick examples, two scenarios before we wrap up today. And I want you to think about which one you want to be, who you want to be in your business. One scenario is as the business owner, you go through a sales process with someone, you give them an invitation, and then you push and you push and you overpromise and you text and you call, are you going to do it? Are you not? And you just want to make the sale. So let's say in that scenario, you make the sale. How do you feel as a business owner when you close that deal that way? Yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, good, finally, you know, and that does, how does that feel? Ooh, or, oh, they didn't do it. Why not? Why haven't they done it? You know, all that that kind of stuff. Or you can go through the sales process, invite them, leave it on the table, have yourself as the business owner, open hand, palms up, and then make the sale. They then come back and say, yes, I want to work with you. That is going to feel so much better for you, so much better for them. They're going to want to tell more people about your business, about you, about working with you. They're going to have that connection with you. They're going to feel that deeper need is being met instead of being being pushed. And so you want to think ahead of time about your sales process and who you want to be, how you want to open that sales door with them. Just to go back through what we talked about today in opening this sales door, know your why, know deeper than just you want to make money or you want to help people, build that connection with them, and then open that door, invite them in, paint that picture for them, and allow the sales process to naturally go through because you have already set up that really good back end of your business. You can trust that process and make that sales and everyone feels good. Just to go back to the, do you want fries with that? It is building a brand that is recognizable, that people trust. They know if they go to McDonald's and they order fries, they know what they're going to taste like. They know what they're going to get. And then asking, do you want fries with that? You know, I, we are, hey, did you know that we sell fries here? Inviting them into it and and just putting it out there of like, do you want this? Hey, maybe you don't. And that's okay. Just keeping that in mind of as you're going through these and hopefully by doing this, like, asking that stupid question of do you want fries with that can just kind of keep this little thing in your brain of like, it's not that complicated. You Don't overthink it. It's about serving and then it's about selling. And we can do that really, really well in our business and have a very thriving business by just simply think, remembering, do you want fries with that? How can I serve you? How can I help you even more? So as you know, in the Christian Business Breakdown, we have an ads model that we use at the end of every podcast to help you break down whether you you need to be working on this strategy in your business. You can get the guide for free that goes into it more in depth with more questions and a journal page that you can use. And you can grab that from the link in the show notes. But here are the four questions that we're going to run down really quickly from today's episode. So the first is analyze. Does this help your business? Does figuring out your sales sequence and flow help your business? I think that the answer to that question is yes. 
Yes, absolutely. And then you're going to discern, is this the right time for me to actually dive into this? Do I have too much on my plate right now? Or is this really time for me to pause and to dig into my sales process, how I want to do sales? Do I have all my back end set up? Do I feel comfortable selling my product? Is this the right time for me to be working on this part of my business? And I would say at the beginning of the year, this is a great time to do that, to really set yourself up. Sometimes it's worth it to take one or two weeks to just put a pause on things to get this really set up well so then you can make more sales throughout the year. And then the next D in the model is decide. And this is, I I think this is really one of the biggest pieces of it is because we can think through all these things and be like, yeah, it's a great time. And yeah, I want to do this. But you actually have to make the decision in your brain and decide, am I willing to go all in on this? Am I willing to try a new sales process and to make that decision and to move forward with it? Because sometimes we make that decision and then we, we don't do anything about it. And they're like, well, that didn't work. I'm like, well, did you actually do the work that you said you were going to do? So making that decision and actually following through on it is is like the crucial piece of this whole thing. And you may decide it's not the right time right now, but I'm going to set aside time in June because it's going to be summer. This is something I could do at that point when my business kind of slows down a little bit. You may decide, yes, this is something I want to do, but I'm not able to go in all in right now, but I'm going to put it on my calendar for 2023 to do this and to do it really, really well. And then the last step in the ads model is establishing a success marker. How will I know this is successful? Well, to me, this is an easy one. Do I feel better in my sales process? And am I making more sales because I actually feel comfortable in the process? I feel like I'm offering and inviting instead of pushing. And you'll just feel better in the process of sales. And so you want to set up in your success marker a deadline of how long you're going to try this new model before you give up on it or make any tweaks. We suggest 30 days at a minimum up to 90 days of just trying it out, seeing how it works, getting some data and feedback before you make some big changes to this new strategy. We're so thankful that you have joined us and we hope that this has been helpful for you. We just want to have a little reminder for you to leave a review for us. Those reviews are so helpful for other people when they're listening and it just helps people find us. And so through the end of February, we're doing something really exciting. If you leave a review and tell us what you love about what we talk about and about our podcast, then we're going to put your name into a drawing and we're going to do a free empowerment call for someone who has left reviews. So we just encourage you to do that today. The link is in our show notes. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And remember, break down your business so you don't have a breakdown. Thanks for joining us for today's breakdown. If this episode has empowered you, please leave a review and share with a fellow CEO. Remember, you are the expert of your business, so break it down your way.